What's up, Bottom Nation? Look, a lot of you know that I've been at this a while and have been rejected by every platform for doing a special possible. And it just happened again, and I decided I'm fed up. I'm fed up. So on my tour now, um, I'm going to be practicing my special that I'm going to self-tape and release on YouTube. And we're going to fund the whole thing through Patreon. So I'm trying to just tell you that that's happening. That's my soft launch, I guess. Super soft. Really, really soft. Totally flaccid launch bottoms for that. But yeah, patreon.com slash WHGS. If you're a fan of my stand-up, I'd be so grateful if we made this possible. And I'm a little nervous about it, uh, to be perfectly honest. But this is how I'm telling you. And then ashleygavin.com if you want to come see me on tour. And then today... One of my favorite comedians opened for me in Atlanta, opens for Cedric the Entertainer, uh, a headliner in her own right, Rita Brent, amazing comedian and musician, um, wrote for the standout Netflix special, the LGBTQ special uh, that they had. She is so fantastic. She is on the episode this week. She is talking about falling asleep during sex, about making time for sex when you're married. And also a very, very funny story about going to the dentist, um, which is super funny. Did I get everything, listener? Listen, you little bottom. You attentive, caring, thoughtful bottom. Did I get every... Did I hit all the notes today? <laughs> what, am, what is this life? <laughs> listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix and you can too if you go over and take their little quiz, their two-minute quiz. It's going to match you with the perfect mattress for you, and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you get married, things slow down a little bit, man, because the responsibilities go up. I promised my wife earlier in the day that there would be action later on that evening. And uh, we were just busy the entire day. <laughs> we were in the bed and I got down there and rested my head on her thigh and did not get the fuck up. And she was like, what are you doing? And she was pissed. And I was like, I would be pissed too, honestly, Rita. I was like, let me just take a nap. All right, hello, what's up, Bottom Nation? Pew, 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 pew. It's podcast time. It's a Monday. Alex, put in some WWE or NFL football. It's Monday Night Football. Yeah, it's Monday Night Gay Sex. We have one of my, we have one yeah. of my favorite people on today. One of my favorite comedians. We got Rita Brent back in the building. Early podcast. Like, maybe episode... 15 or something when we was started. Was it that early? 
Wow. Yeah, wow. it was like two years ago, more. Yikes. Yeah, it's been a while. But I love having you on. You're like one of the funniest people that I know. Well, that means a lot coming from you. <laughs> there are much more famous people giving you their sign of approval or their stamp of approval yes, yeah. than me. <laughs> You're a much bigger deal than I think people probably know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I gotta be honest, this is our second recording in a row. So I, I might be a little loopy doopy during this. That's fine. <laughs> How are you doing, Bree? I'm good. I'm feeling fresh. I was gonna say, are you ever not loopy no. doopy or whatever the fuck you just said? <laughs> That's how you know I'm loopy doopy. I'm saying loopy doopy. You know, tired, loose, weird. I'm feeling yeah. weird. I'm okay. in Omaha. <laughs> Rita, have you ever been to Omaha? No. Where is that on the map? Help me. Nebraska. Right on the border between Nebraska and Iowa, which is just two, two other places you really want to go. Yeah, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not. Well, you're from Miss, you're from Mississippi, so you you're from a pretty screwed up place. <laughs> Is that my introduction? <laughs> really? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, she's <laughs> one of my favorite comedians and from a screwed up place. I'd like to call <laughs> word. That's my promo. Oh, damn. Ladies and gentlemen, from the absolute <sighs> most backwards place in America. <laughs> That's why my head is backwards. You're right. Anyway, Rita, you're you're one of my favorite comedians. You are a headliner, but you very kindly featured for me when I was in Atlanta. You didn't know what did you just write for the Grammys? What did you write for? I wrote for the Emmys last year. The Emmys. This year was the Academy Whoa. of Country Music Awards and uh, Music Cares. They were honoring Joni Mitchell. I wrote for that. So the writing is. It's new. Yeah, I've just been doing stand-up for a long time, but uh, the writing is fun. You have a great social media platform. You put up, like, funny songs because you're, like, also a musician. You do so many things. That's what I, what I think is so nice about having you on as a guest. Like, you've done a little bit of everything, and you're hysterical. You know, you have to be able to do more than one thing. Maybe, unless you're going to be really, really good at one thing. I don't do a lot of stuff because I yeah. want to necessarily, but, like, bills got to get paid. You know what I'm saying? So Right, that's why this podcast was mm -hmm. born. Yeah. Because I was failing. I was yeah. like, I gotta find one more thing to do. And then this podcast <laughs> does okay. So but, but yeah, when you're a comedian, you have to do like every, you have to be good at everything. It's crazy. And I'm social media too, I'm sure, Brie. Do you feel that way? Yeah, but I'm I'm interested like with y'all, like when you're writing for yourself that's such a different skill than writing for other mm -hmm. folks yeah. right like how do you like take that hat off because you're like you know what your story is what your comedic brand is like I'm coming from a space where I don't do stand-up so I'm just like so interested in this well, space I can't answer that question because I have never been hired by anybody <laughs> so <laughs> I am I'm not at all I don't know the answer to the question so Rita's got to take that okay one. <laughs> I'll take it um well you kind of got to you kind of got to know that person's voice so when I write for Cedric the Entertainer when I write for him I read the jokes or I perform them in his voice you know like how would he sound saying this thing wow. also a lot of studying when I wrote for Stand Out an LGBTQ special on Netflix it was like all of the all the LGBTQ comedians yeah. that are pretty much in existence. Yeah. I wasn't on it. Me neither. <laughs> I was writing for it, but I wasn't on it, Ash. So there's that. But Wikipedia is helpful. Were you writing helpful. the portions in between? Yes. <laughs> 
That's what I thought. Because some of those people were not comedians, and I was like, oh, they have jokes. <laughs> yes. Now, some people submit their own things. Those were your jokes. Yes. It's, it was a team of writers, a team of comedians writing for people. Now, most of the comedians, they have their own things. Like, their actual stand-up comedy sets were theirs. But the transitions and the intros yeah. and the outros and the little bits in between, that's all written by us. And when we write an intro for somebody, honestly, I go straight to Wikipedia grab some facts or uh, I'll watch a couple of interviews on YouTube to get an idea of their voice and their delivery. And that is extremely helpful. That's, but that's all you wow. get. Oh, this is so fascinating for people. I think, because I think I was saying to Ash before we jumped on here, even with musicians, I think people assume that everyone writes their own stuff. It's like part of the, the magic of the wall that's up. That's like, Oh no, they're all doing it themselves. They just went to the studio and figured this out. And same thing with those comedy specials. Like I think everyone who watches is just under the impression that these people are just all coming up with all this great stuff. So it's so fascinating to like hear that you're behind the scenes. Yeah. And I love writing music. I'm writing a couple albums, one for myself, one for, for some other artists. And that is fun. That is fun too. Wow. Wait, are you working on non-comedy music? Yes. That is amazing, Rita. That cool. is amazing. Who are you mm-hmm. writing for if you're allowed yeah, to Yeah, I'm writing for a couple people in Mississippi. So a guy named Mike Robb, young lady named Stephanie Luckett. I've already written some things for them. And I'm coming out with my own Southern Soul album. So you talk about screwed up Mississippi. Southern Soul music <laughs> shines. That genre, it's like blues. It's blues, pretty much. Blues and R&B, if you will. Uh, it shines in Mississippi. Wow. And you're, it's not comedy. Oh, hi, hi, doggy. It's, it's not comedy necessarily, so but I'm a comedian. So some of the lyrics are funny. Right. They're going to have Yes, humor. but if you listen to Southern Soul, yeah. the stories they tell are hilarious. You know, like Bobby Rush, uh, amazing Grammy Award winning artist. He has a song like, I'm not henpecked. I've just been pecked by the right hand. Like that shit is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I listen to rap, I'm like, that is actually hysterical. Like, that's a roast joke. Like, they just oh, wrote yeah. a roast joke. It's really, really great. Well, this has been a very educational intro. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. We're in the apartment. No, we're not in the apartment. We are in Omaha, <laughs> Canada, and Atlanta, respectively. And we are having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Rita Brent today, great comedian, musician. And where can people find you? Watch your stuff. Rita Brent Comedy on all sites. So YouTube, TikTok, which I'm probably the least active, but I'm the most active on Instagram. And because I'm old, I'm very active on Facebook. Okay. So for the four (laughs) listeners over 70 that we listen to this program, (laughs) I do have a late in life 74-year-old lesbian, shout out Liz in the UK, who came out during the pandemic, I believe. Isn't that amazing? But you're, and Rita, I consider you a late in life. There's no late, like, listener, if you're listening, come out on your own time. But I consider Rita a late in life uh, lesbian. Um, really interesting story. We might get into it. We might not. Ah, are we bantered out? I feel like this is a relaxed energy podcast. <laughs> I'm loving it. I feel like I've learned a lot. I know. Lot. Like, I'm just, I'm There's just been a great amount of in. education already in the, in the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I am Ashley Gavin. Cis gay white woman, she, her pronouns. Nah, I'm trying so hard to get you to come to my shows. Can you just please (laughs) go sign up for my text alert? 
you little simp bitch piece of shit. <laughs> AshleyGavin.com. Rita's like, what is this? The podcast has come a long way. I yell at everybody now. She treats the listeners yes, I do. beautifully I, I, over And here. I love them so Gorgeous. much. And sometimes when you're very close to someone <laughs> and you love them and they love you back, you guys have a consensual relationship mm-hmm. where there might be some light negging and name calling and stuff like that. It's like a pet name that I call them my little simp bitches. I'll try that with my wife this week and get back with you, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep me informed on that. Yeah. Make me um, a sandwich, you simp bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Save me a spot on your fucking couch, Ash. <laughs> Unfortunately, I live in a studio apartment, well, so it will not be a very comfortable seat on the couch. You have to curl up into a little bathroom ball. it is. Um <laughs> No, seriously, because the couch is three feet from where I'm having sex. So <laughs> literally, maybe less than three feet. People come into my apartment and they they know it from the podcast and they're like, oh, this is much smaller than I realized. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash WHES support the pod. And then it's my canceler chancellor, <sighs> Brianne Williamson. Hello, hello. Ooh. I'm Brian Williamson. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a lesbian identifying cis woman in Vancouver, Canada. And you can find me everywhere at Brian Williamson. Great, thank you. And Rita, do you mind telling people who you are in between Dan Dan Noodle Bites? Yes, I'm Rita Brent, comedian musician <laughs> from, in Ashley's word, screwed up Mississippi. <laughs> she, I'm her. I'm going to lose all four of my Mississippi fans. You're damn right. <laughs> she, her pronouns uh, identify as a lesbian. You know, Mississippi has produced some great Woo! comedians, though. And we've had some on the podcast. Jay yeah, Jordan. Tig. Have you had Tig Nataro on yet? Oh, yeah, Tig. No, I would love to have Tig. Do you, can you get her? No. everyone was on the edge of their seat they're like oh my god rita's about to get tig i bet rita's written for tig i just met her when i wrote for the uh stand-up lgbt thing on netflix i met her she did a sit and i met wanda sykes that must have been that you know how you think about how you're gonna speak to somebody and the things you're gonna say when you meet them yeah, it did not turn out that way. I didn't expect Wanda to just stand there and talk to me. I thought it would just be a, all right, little simp bitch, go on. And um, <laughs> that's not what happened. She was just kind of standing there like, yeah, you know, we, we're looking for projects. And I'm like, what? Too bad I don't have anything. She asked you oh to pitch? And you missed your window, Rita? It wasn't a formal opportunity to pitch. She just said that she and her uh, partner, Paige Hurwitz, they have this this uh this company. She's like, yeah, we want to work on some projects. So I'm going to have to hit them up when I get something together. But she was interested. You got to get something yes. together right now. Yes. And lesbians at home listening. Rita missed her shot. So shoot hey. your shot right in to right, Wanda right, right. Sykes and Paige Hurwitz. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wanda was responsible for that, though, right? Wasn't that Wanda's mm-hmm. company? Wanda and Paige. Wanda, if you guys have not watched Wanda Sykes, Wanda's a lesbian. If you have not watched her comedy, you must go back. My favorite special Hilarious. of all time is the 2008 I'm a Be Me or maybe 2009 HBO special mm-hmm. I'm a Be Me. That special to me is the special that I watch when I'm like, how do I create a great hour of comedy? I mean, it's just the best, one of the best jokes ever coming out of the, cl- being like people asking her, which is harder, being gay or being black? And she's like, well, you know, there's hard parts about both. 
And then she does this joke about having to come out as black. Like, she didn't have to do that. And it's truly <laughs> one of the best jokes I've just ever seen in my life. It's, it's so so funny. many good bits. When um, she gave her belly a name. Is it Ethel? Esther? Yes. Yeah, oh Esther. Esther. Oh, Esther, I'm hungry. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't get that shit out of my head for years. And I put Wanda is on my She's Mount Rushmore so as well. She's just really the best. Oh, man, that's so cool. What did you say to her? Did you, like, freak it out? It wasn't a freak out, but it was clearly a star struckness. Um, you know, I, I mentioned that she got to, she had been to Mississippi recently for, to shoot this movie, Breaking News in Yuba County. We were in the movie together, but my, my appearance was, like, half a freaking second. But I remember reading that she was afraid to go to Mississippi because of all the things that people say about Mississippi, you know, being a... I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just kind of talked with her about that. Uh, how was her Mississippi experience? And, and that was it. So it was pretty lame, but I got a picture. <laughs> yeah. That's not it's lame. Really cool. That's cool. But I, I relate to that, though, because I feel like I am such a socially anxious person in general. And then I don't think I would ever have a perfect meet experience with any of any people I look up to because it could go perfectly, but I'd still find a way it could have been better because I already talked through every conversation Mm -hmm. that I have with anyone in my mind afterwards. And I'm like, I would just think about it forever. Unless Wanda offered to produce my movie. I think I'd think about it for the rest of my life. I'd be (laughs) ruminating on that one. Brie, who is your person (laughs) that you would freak out if you met? Honestly, there's, I, I think there's so many people that I would freak out if I met. I feel like I spend a lot of time in my apartment and I consume a lot of, content online and i've for i i don't think in the last few years i've really fully recovered from understanding that there's actual people out there that i can meet in person because i got so used to doing you and everyone it else indoors you and all the people at my shows that, i can tell they haven't been outside in a while yeah so i feel like just anyone even even just folks that i follow on you know social media or and we were some of them are mutuals and I meet them and I'm like oh my god and I'm like I don't know I'm not a human person anymore I don't know how to speak to people I just panic Brie do you know who mine is me it's you Brie (laughs) I'm gonna freak out when it's not wait what how yeah we've never met in person and we're best friends obviously but we're we're best friends (laughs) okay I have to know the origin story how does this happen I had Brie on my podcast and I fell in love with her immediately and I thought well I can't marry her because she's got a girlfriend so just have to create business opportunities to get her close. Instead. I see what you're doing, Ash. That's that's sneaky. It's been a really long two year process yeah. to get to the point where I thought I have to how I have to build a fan base large enough that I can have a temporary co-host on a virtual platform. And I did it. I got and now we're going to get that collab footage when we meet for the first time. I can't wait. Um, well, I guess we should get into the. Get into the gay sex. I feel like, Rita, you'll relate to this one or you'll have some funny takes on this one. I took a vacation. I loved it. It was amazing. It was beautiful. And part, and I went with a, I went with a lady. I'm still not over the fact that you went with someone and you didn't even tell me. I feel like you're cheating on me. I was a little bit cheating on you. We did record a few podcast episodes. No, I'm kidding. That's for the Patreon only, those podcast Um, episodes. Rita, have you been on vacation (laughs) lately? It had been a while for me. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. Uh, If I'm gigging, it doesn't count. You know, even if I get to chill a little bit. Right, exactly. Supposed to be going to Jamaica soon. Looking forward to that. Oh, but I'm working great. again. Oh, you are? What do you do? What do you work? Is there a <laughs> I don't know. It's with Cedric the Entertainer. So he's like, he's going to have a show in Jamaica. You are so casual. 
Oh yeah, I've got a gig in Jamaica. I'm working Casual. with Cedric the Entertainer. He's Whatever. doing like an arena. Are you opening for him in an, at a I stadium? I don't know if it's a Jamaica? stadium. I would prefer it with a beach. That would be freaking awesome. <laughs> is he staying at a nice resort? Yeah. I'm sure he is. I don't have all the details. But that's the thing. <laughs> I'm probably not going to be staying where Sed is staying. Can you dox <laughs> the, the schedule, the Jamaican schedule? <laughs> <laughs> what resort are you staying at in Will I mean, be there? I'm not gonna be saying where sta Sad you know, is I... staying, that's for sure. Okay, this might shock you, but I don't think anyone in our fan base is gonna purchase tickets to fly to a Jamaica to find Cedric the Entertainer. That 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 doesn't seem like the Venn diagram that I You never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened. What they're gonna yes! go after you, what the Rita? Fuck? <laughs> yes. You'll come find me. <laughs> yes, they are. They you are. You are wearing a backwards cap. And if you're <laughs> listening, Rita is cute. Rita is. I can't say this about Rita because Rita and I are sort of the same. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Rita's cute. <laughs> when... Rita's thirst trapping right now. Just FYI. TikTok thirst trapping. See Fuck the lips. boying over there. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Smell your cool J lips. Yes. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I need to add your TikTok. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Bree, did you slide off your chair? Where'd you go? What was that thud that I heard on the ground? Yeah, whoop, whoop. I'm sliding around um, over here. Don't mind me. So you definitely want to, but maybe they'd be coming after you. But you have a, a very cute wife yes. as well. So you're, mm -hmm. you're off the market. But what was I going to say? You went Shit, on a vacation. I don't remember. I went on a vacation. And, I, and this thing happened to me that I think is going to resonate with you, Rita, and many of our listeners. But when you go on vacation to a place that's nice, like Jamaica, when you get there, especially, I mean, this might be a white thing, but when you get there, you are required to do a water sport. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And I, I think it, I'm saying yeah. it might be a white thing because yeah. it kind of reminds me of like going skiing or like kind of doing an activity that could mm -hmm. threaten your life. <laughs> and that's like the white privilege thing that you see. <laughs> like you see the footage of this yeah. person trapped on an island burning to a crisp without food. You're like, how did he get there? Well, I windsurf there. You're like, ah, <laughs> that's white people you shit. Yourself. So I, I went on this trip and we, <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm old and pale, so I purchased a rash guard mm. for the trip. Where the fuck do they sell those? Dick Sporting <laughs> Goods. So you get a rash thing from the dick store. You fucking can. Excellent. <laughs> it makes sense now. That was so good. I wish I, I wish I could hit the soundboard right now for the air horn. That was so good. So... I go to the Dick's Sporting's Good. I get the rash guard. I get a bucket hat. And I am like lubed up slippery and sunscreen the entire time. Now, the girl that I went on this trip with, she's in her late 20s, but she has a baby face. She's a real baby face. So, and I'm in my rash guard okay. and leggings and bucket hat walking around. So I'm. You're wearing full leggings too? My knees get burnt. Oh, God. Listener, write in. What is it oh about the God. knee that gets burnt? <laughs> because my this knees is. fry to crisps. So when I was just walking around, I wore some leggings sometimes because I didn't want to get oh burnt on the long God. days out without 
shade coverage. Now that is a white thing. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was wondering why we didn't have any beach photos from you, and now I understand. I'm never going to release them. If I get a hold of them, I'm selling them to TMZ, so, <laughs> so don't share them shit with me. Yes. TMZ's like, unknown <laughs> lesbian, fries to crisp. But the reason I'm mentioning it is because I'm old, and I am aging myself with the outfits that I'm in. So we're walking around, and twice yeah. people ask me if I was with my daughter. And when I tell you there is no. nothing more humiliating than being with someone and have, oh, especially when God. we were so close in age, I was like, this is like really, truly humiliating. Like I wanted to die. The first time it happened, <laughs> I hit the floor. And the second time it happened, I just accepted who I was and put more <laughs> zinc on my cheeks. Well, no one's bought a rash guard since 1972. So you just... I will defend the rash guard. <laughs> I defend the rash guard. Listen, I'm trying to make it in Hollywood. I can't dribble up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to protect myself. <laughs> Did you have, like, the oh, zinc boy. on your nose, too? Like, oh. <laughs> Under no, the leggings? No, on my non-legging days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had non-legging days. So anyway, I'm like, and I'm like, she's like very athletic and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm dorky. And so we went swimming and like we swam out to like a little rock in the middle of the ocean. And of course, on the way out there, I'm bumping my shins up against the rocks and trying to climb up. And it it was just like, I just look like a, a dweeb, you know? So and you still had sex on this vacation after all that? So much sex. Isn't that crazy that she still had sex with me? She must really, really like you. Like- and I, I really like her too. Anyway, wow. so my shins are a mess. We decide to go windsurfing. <laughs> That's our water sport. So we go windsurfing. Okay. And I believe that every sort of more masculine lesbian has been in this position on a vacation with their significant other where they get cucked by the surf instructor. What is it about the surf instructor oh, yeah. hitting on the significant other of the, ma- the femme one, the quote-unquote, fa- and I understand that not all relationships are like this, but if there's a femme one, the surf instructor is going to fuck, or <laughs> cuck, rather, ah, the mask one. <laughs> well, it might just also be because the femme one is not wearing leggings, zinc, a rash guard. Like maybe the instructor would have been interested yeah. had you like lost like a few of the items. You had on that fucking bikini like a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he did not like me and I was not good at the windsurfing. He kept screaming at me and he had this French accent. And so like I was out in the middle of the thing and he's like, Ashley, Ashley. And, and, and he's like, just, just left, right, left, right, left, right, Ashley. And I'm like, I'm like trying. Every time he stopped speaking, I got better at it. I hated this guy so much. <laughs> he's cucking you and he's bullying you at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. I mean, that's kind of what cucking is. It's like the ultimate bullying. Have you been cucked on vacation, yeah. Rita? It's probably the same thing with you. <laughs> I'm, you every time I've been on vacation, I've had a, a bad bitch with me, you know? And and it's just I think it just yeah. comes along with the territory. But never have I been asked, "Is that my daughter?" <laughs> <laughs> never has anybody asked me that question. Yeah, which is worse, honestly. Like, is this your daughter? I'm about to hit on her. 
I want to cuck her. <laughs> hey, I just want to know how respectful do I need to be? Because if it's not your daughter, I'm going to fuck her right now. But if it is your daughter, I'm going to take care of this later. It was <laughs> so humiliating. Honestly, I felt old and I've never felt that way before. <sighs> I felt old and I was like, oh, this is a little <laughs> glimpse into my future. But you don't have an old face. You have a oh young looking gosh. face. What what does I this woman look like? I know. I have pretty good skin. I don't know. <laughs> she she has a baby face for sure. Like if I were gonna <laughs> guess, I'd be like, oh, early twenties. You know what I mean? Like maybe twenty-three to twenty-five is what I would have guessed. Okay. She has a baby face. But I don't when I, when they asked me, uh -huh. I was like, well, how old do you think she is? Because we need to figure out exactly how old you think I am. Do, is, what is this, a teen <laughs> pregnancy? What are we talking about here? <laughs> no, you never ask that question, the follow-up of how old do you think I am. You're never going to like the answer. That's not a good question um, But anyway, the, the peak of this, the funniest part, I think, at one point I'm on my windsurf and I look over and the guy's doing tricks. And I was like, that's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, uh, because I, I hate this guy and he's screaming at me and I'm bad at windsurfing and yeah. I'm burning and my feet are burning because I can't cover them up. And then after my main main situation, the lady that I brought, she says to me, I don't want to call her my girlfriend because she's not. I was going to say, start calling her a woman, not a girl, maybe to to bridge the gap on uh, age here. OK, that's fair. <laughs> you're, you're like, maybe if you stop referring to her as your daughter, people will stop asking you that. <laughs> Were you good girling her on the beach? Because oh, that might have had. my uh... God, Brie. <laughs> I may have good girl time. No, I'm kidding. I would never do that in public. But so unbeknownst to me, do you want to know what he said to her to, before he did, did the tricks? He goes, do you want to see some wind yes. magic? That oh. was his line. So I know he's not successfully <laughs> cucking anybody because that's the that's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, Any kind of magic. <laughs> some wind magic. Right. You want to see exactly. some tongue magic? Yeah. Look at this tongue magic. Yeah, right. You're about to have the worst sex of your life if someone calls it tongue magic. <laughs> the worst. Stay away. No one wants land magic, sea mm -hmm. magic, wind magic. But <laughs> yeah, I just thought like, I don't know, Brie, have you been cucked or has your girlfriend been cucked on a vacation? No, but there is something I, I will say I do often have crushes on the, the professionals trying to do their job at these resorts. <laughs> There's something about it. You're like meeting them and you're like, you want them to think that you're good at like windsurfing or whatever. Have you seen You are not helping my insane jealousy that I felt towards Emil. <laughs> you want them to be like, wow, of all the tourists we've had out here, like you, you were killing it. Like you oh want their validation. God. No, that's my worst fear. <laughs> Have you seen the meme of people being like, oh, I, um, who else can relate to when you're about to go down a water slide as a kid and the like 14 year old boy <laughs> that was hired to do this as a summer job is like ready, set, go. And you're like, I'm in love. Like there's something, there's something about like the connection to these people working in these places. I feel like it runs deep. I don't know what it is. Maybe because it sort of feels like a life or death situation. You're in a life jacket. <laughs> They're in a power position. They're experts at their craft. I don't know what it is. And you're never going to see them again, you know? That's true. There is something romantic yes. about that. There's some sort of wind magic going on. I don't There's know something in the wind. <laughs> magic. But don't you feel like, because Rita, I read you as like probably the more masculine yeah. quote unquote partner in your relationship. Don't you think there's something to like 
men who somehow don't read that you two are a gay couple and then they start to flirt with the woman in front of you. There's just something so frustrating about that. Yes, and be, and especially because I am masculine and, and it's pretty fucking obvious, you know. I'm, it's affection, we're yeah. affectionate, you know. I think it is a, a way yeah. for them to try to, like, hey, you just ain't had the right dick yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they will actually say yeah. that. No, you're not a lesbian, you just ain't had the right dick yet. You know? Yes. So I think it is a... Oh, I've never had a surf instructor say that. That, has... <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bizarre... <laughs> <laughs> I am talking to the resort's HR department if the surf instructor says to me, you just haven't had the right dick yet. Yeah, you know resorts don't have an HR department. Stop it, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Also, it's like, don't you want me to tip you? And they want to stick the uh, tip in. That's what they want to do. <laughs> right, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, please don't say that, sir. Don't you want to get a tip? He's like, yeah, I want to get a tip in your in your so, wife there, buddy. So you don't think in it's- your daughter. <laughs> you don't think it's intentional? Oh God. When men do that? I do. I think it's like a challenge to them in a really fucked up way. I think it depends because- because sometimes they're like your friend. Are you guys friends? Are you guys sisters? So they like don't know, you know, or are you this person's <laughs> mother? Um, is this your daughter? So like sometimes they genuinely don't know. But then I think there are other times where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be intentional. There's something yeah. specifically creepy about surf instructors <laughs> because like their whole life plan is to surf have sex with women in a van and to give them HPV. Like that oh, is shit. Uh... <laughs> Remind me, this is why I've not gone surfing. Yes. Cancel the cancel the itinerary when you go to Jamaica. Clear the schedule. <laughs> and by the oh. way, listener, if you're a surf instructor, you don't count. You're a good one. But that's my that's my gay sex from this week. Getting cucked by a <laughs> by a meal, the windsurf instructor. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter getting fucked on a paddleboard beside you. <laughs> That actually does sound like a crazy porn. Or a Lifetime movie. My, step- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My stepdaughter gets fucked by surf instructor. I get cucked. <laughs> All the titles are like that. I hate fucking porn hate titles it now. Too. It doesn't even have anything to do with what's in the fucking movie. They just like put it in there. Well, what's in the movie is getting railed. And that would be, <laughs> that'd be a weird title. Sex. Um, Intercourse. <clears throat> Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. Me also. This is full-time work, so please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city. Um, You get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town. Or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two-minute mattress quiz 
and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Rita, did you have gay sex this week? What week is it? <laughs> Check the calendar. Trying to see what I was doing. Uh. <laughs> I want to know. Do you have like a sticker on certain days? You're like, let yeah, me you just see it? here. <laughs> okay, I don't even know if this story counts. It, it has nothing to do with my you wife. You keep but... looking back at your computer. Do you take notes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking at my calendar to see what I did to see if something pops up. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kiss my ass, Ashley. Okay, here we go. That's okay. so funny. You're like, oh. wait, this is the day that I didn't have Dan Dan noodles, so that means. Oh. All right, I don't know if this, this even counts, but I had to get a dental procedure done this past this week. This counts. Okay. Counts. It absolutely counts. I don't need it's... to hear anything else. <laughs> Talk about the start of a porn. <laughs> <laughs> the dentist chair. Let me just check your mouth. Cucked by dental hygienist. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing gas gone too far. So <laughs> this uh, this is so dumb, but this is all I could come up with right now. So I was at the dentist getting a procedure. Uh, it was a filling because I don't want a root canal again. And uh, speaking of dentists, I've never used dental dam. Maybe y'all can talk to me about that. But no one ever has. I've I've never even seen oh. one in existence. I think this it's all a sham. The- okay. There is a great brand because I don't have sex before getting tested and talking about like I don't have oral sex before getting tested and, and talking about like SDI status. Like I just do fingering things. That's that's how I practice. Good for you. Sex. I'm not that organized, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I know that's not the thing that you're supposed to say. Like for the listeners, don't listen to that. But like you're actually every time before you go down on someone, you're like, let me just go get checked first. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't have like one night stands like that, basically. I, I That's oh, like okay. a committed. That's like a yeah, I'm like kind of like my delicate flower. You know, I want to make sure that I'm with the right partner. That's and why also, you dry hump so much. It all makes sense now. That's why I dry now. hump so much. Yes. So, <laughs> okay. But the other the other thing that I will say to the listener if you're looking like oh what's the best way that i can trib or have oral sex um protected there is a great brand called laurels and they make underwear that is a dental dam so go check them out Whoa, there you go. that's crazy yeah so it's a little sexier than like you know the mm. classic cutting up a condom situation 
Um, but anyway, Rita, go on. <laughs> Do they sell these dental damn draws on Amazon? <laughs> I don't need them. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm so curious. The, 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 triple the first thing I'm doing after this is looking up these and ordering a pair just because I want to know. Shit, I'm looking it up know. now. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> They're called laurels. Do you do you have a pair, Ashley? You can model for us. I do not. And that content is only on patreon.com slash WHGS. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, so back to my story, which has nothing to do with dental dam. <laughs> I was at the dentist, and the procedure was supposed to take like 45 minutes. It was taking a little longer. They put this contraption in your mouth to keep your mouth open. You know, yeah. So, yeah. And um, I don't know, maybe like 45 minutes in, I had to use the, the bathroom. And I couldn't, I was saying it and I was like, like I was saying it, but they couldn't understand what I was saying. So I aggressively pointed at my vagina. Like I just kept, oh I was like, I thought I got to get Sounds like I got to pee. And I was pointing at my vagina. And then they were like, we got to get the <laughs> HR department. Yes. yes. So finally they took the shit out and I told them, I was like, I had to pee. How come y'all didn't get the signs? And this is like, you know, oh, we never had anybody do that before. Just point at their <laughs> monkey for 30 seconds straight. And that's the end of the story. They let me go to the restroom and we finished the procedure. And you were like... <laughs> you were that like, is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That's it. Well, I, Funny well, I was going to say, can you stop going down on me? I just have to pee. <laughs> You're like no. pointing at your vagina aggressively. They're like, do you want me to? Okay, I- I'll figure oh. you. That's fine. Right. So that's that's it. So, no- so not a lot of action this week is what you're saying, Rita. Yeah, not a lot of action. I've been traveling a lot. <laughs> And uh, listen, when you get married, okay, <laughs> I want to say this. My wife and I celebrated our second year anniversary last month. Uh, congratulations. July oh, congratulations. When you get married, things slow down a little bit, man, because <laughs> the responsibilities go up. I'm not saying the romance mm. goes down, but the responsibilities go up, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I often, we're just so tired, you know, I've fell, fallen asleep before, like going down. Like, that's how freaking tired I Wait, get. pause right there, because <laughs> Yo, that wow. is actually the story that I need to hear. The, the dentist was great. A classic, really. <laughs> You've uh, fallen oh asleep going down on your wife, and you're still married. Yeah. I have slight narcolepsy. Oh, well, that... <laughs> It's not diagnosed. I self-diagnosed. It's not diagnosed. According to WebMD, okay? You should see my list of diagnoses if we're going off of WebMD. We have everything. I have rheumatoid arthritis, all kind of shit, according to WebMD. Like, damn, how the fuck? I'm 35 and I have RA already? One knee ache, and they diagnose you with the worst That'll shit. That'll happen if you fall asleep with your jaw open like that. True. You'll definitely get a cramp in, in, in here. Oh. That actually did happen this week. We were, oh. yeah, we, I, you know, oh. 
against my be better wishes, my better judgment, I promised my wife earlier in the day that there would be action <laughs> later on that evening. And uh, we were just busy the entire day. <laughs> we were in the bed. And, you know, the foreplay had started. And <laughs> I got down there and rested my head on her thigh and did not get the fuck up. And she was like, <laughs> what are you doing? She was pissed. Get off. Just just get off of me. And I was like, <laughs> I would be pissed too, honestly, Rita. I was like, let me just take a nap. If 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 oh. uh, if someone fell asleep going down on me, I think I would. I've had someone really tired fingering me start to kind of doze off, but if they were going down on me, <laughs> what? Yeah. Did, did the pace stop? They were just like, yep, yep. You feel it start slowing down, and then <laughs> it comes to a total stop. Yeah. <sighs> I'd be so, you must have been exhausted. Yeah, but this is, this is not new. This is not the first time. <laughs> well, Rita has narcolepsy, Ash. Keep up. Right, And arthritis. Right. <laughs> arthritis in the eyes, clearly. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, that is when you, so, because I, I love you and your wife. I think you guys are such a cute couple. And I love the way you guys talk to each other. Like, I'm a little bit, I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing about me, but I love the little hobby of meeting couples and evaluating their all of their interactions. Yes, that's fun. <laughs> I'm with you on that. That's fun. You know what I mean? And being like, are they, I hope things are good. I hope things are healthy. And You'd be a great surf instructor. I'd be a great <laughs> surf instructor. If I could surf, I'd, I'd cuck so much. Um, <laughs> If only I could fucking stand up on the thing instead of getting screamed at the entire time. Uh, uh, but I'm curious, like, she feels comfortable because I know I can hear the listener at home being like, how do I ask my partner? We haven't done it in a while. How do I ask my partner in a way that feels good that I want to bone? You know what I mean? Like, I want to make time for it. Yeah, that's a conversation to be had. I mean, the immediate thing is like, hey, I'm horny. You know, we haven't done it in a while. I need some relief. That's just simple. But mm -hmm. if you are extremely busy and like like you, Ashley, I, I tour quite often. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it's been a conversation like, hey, I, at least this many times a month. And it's not just about meeting a quota. It's about being mm -hmm. close. You know, being because connected. It, yeah, it brings us closer together. You know, that intimacy is important. So you don't just... uh get monotonous and, and get caught up you know it, it is a pleasant break from responsibilities and things like that but when you're married you have to it, it, it becomes a conversation <laughs> like last mm -hmm. night we were going to bed and right before she went to bed she closed her eyes and she's like oh the light bill is due tomorrow and i was thinking that's just not sexy at all i'm gonna talk to her about that that's not the last thing i want to hear before you go to sleep <laughs> the light bills do <laughs> i was like oh my god Oh, she probably thought mood. you. Were, she probably thought you were asleep, honestly, because you were down there, <laughs> dozed off on her thigh. So she thought she could vent a little bit into the void. Well, but she I shouldn't think have such a nice, warm thigh. It's not my damn fault. <laughs> it is a nice, soft ass thigh. That's Listen, great. I'm a dry humperer. I love a good thigh, so I understand. <laughs> but I think the point is that it's okay to have those conversations, and they don't have mm -hmm. to always be loaded. It doesn't have to right. be a judgment about who you are or what the sex life is like. And yeah. a lot of ways, a lot of times I feel like that's how you can tell a relationship is healthy, that you feel yeah. comfortable being like, 
hey, I'm, I miss you and I'm horny and you're away mm-hmm. a lot. Can we find a way to work on this? And, and that neither partner feels judged. You know what I mean? If it's yeah. the other way, if you're feeling hesitant to talk about the issue, then you might want to talk to someone more experienced than I am, like a therapist about like why <laughs> you might be feeling, you know what I mean? I think the, the stress brings my sex drive down. Like when I travel, I get really stressed out. I get really anxious. With what Bree said, I deal with social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just the, the woes and the responsibilities of life, I don't, I'm not in a mood to have sex. And it is not a reflection of my wife. It's just me, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's what I tell her in the conversation. Hey, it is not you. I'm going through some things emotionally and physically, you know? And mm-hmm. once I get that back on track, then we can get back on track. But for now, I need to take a nap, so. Yes. <laughs> we'll start with rest. <laughs> I think that's good, too, though, like knowing yourself totally. and knowing your body and being able to communicate, being able to communicate that to your, yes. to your partner. Um, thank you, Rita. That was great. That was actually very vulnerable gay sex, Rita. Yeah. We got to have these conversations. Because if you Absolutely. don't have conversations with your partner, then you build resentment. Yes. Yes. I've seen it firsthand. Like, mm-hmm. at least give them a chance to rectify and remedy before you go do some shit, you know? Yeah. Totally. I think that's such a good point because, like, I know if I find... That's a thing for me. If I find out someone's been feeling a certain way and they haven't told mm-hmm. me and it's already built to a boiling point, I... That... Oh, my God. That hurts me so much because I'm such a person that wants to fix everything all the time everywhere you know so that's Mm -hmm. how i'm I'm trying to fix my relationship with my daughter through this romantic trip that we took together (laughs) stop Um, saying that um, people are gonna be like ashley this was a really fucked up episode (laughs) um so it's always good to have those conversations really important brie did you have gay sex this week i did but i need to talk about something that happened that feels like a dream. I went to this queer women focused event that happens once a year and it's called Chicas and it's here in Vancouver. And this event has been going on for like decades. So the crowd at this event is extra special in my opinion because the age range is so large like for a lot of queer women that are like in their 60s 70s this is like the one time they go out every year right and they like it's a big reunion and it's like really fun so anyways and then it's like cute because you have like the baby gays too and all different age ranges and it's a good time and I went to this event I always have I always go to this event I always have the best time at this event and I'm standing there I'm talking to some friends and Someone comes up to me and I don't recognize them. And they're like, I can tell that they're a little bit older, but not a lot older. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And they're like, this is going to sound crazy. But when you were in high school, I was teaching at your high school. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that is so wild. And they're like, yeah, like, wait, let me just check. Like, what year did you graduate? And then we were like chatting for a bit. And I was like, this is so wild to me. Like, I'm so excited to hear this because I always thought the one queer representation that I made up in my brain and I never actually verified if it was true or not was there was this one other teacher that taught at my high school that I was sure was a lesbian I was like 
oh my god like that is my like lesbian icon even though like she never actually said she was gay I just decided it in my what mind what did she teach Brie um she taught English there we go there it is yeah and it was funny because all the other kids in my high school were bullying this teacher for being a lesbian behind the scenes. And I was like, please God be a lesbian because I want her to be a lesbian for a different <laughs> reason. Right. So anyways, I'm Wait, telling. That's so funny. The idea of yes. that is so funny that the kids are like, yo, do you think, do you think Miss Roberts is a lesbian? Yeah. And, and then you're like, I hope so. I Literally. love her. <laughs> I was like, please God, let her be a lesbian. So anyways, I've always had this like, core memory of just like every time she would walk down the hall I'd be like oh my god I hope that she's a lesbian like I was just like I felt connected to her I never actually had a class with her but I was just like so hyper focused on this teacher because it was my only like small taste of made up representation so I was explaining all of this to the teacher that had come up to me and I was like oh my gosh that's so wild because I always thought so and so was a lesbian and she goes oh she was and I was like oh my god this is making my life and she goes oh yeah we had a thing. We had a full affair for years and we fucked in her classroom. Stop. Shut Whoa. the fuck up. Talk about and a porn. I, I was literally like my jaw was on the floor. I was like everything that I made up in my teenage angsty mind is true. It all happened behind the scenes. And I literally, this person was laughing at me. They're like, I, they could have just told me that, I don't know. I, I don't know that I won a fucking Grammy. I was so right. excited. I was literally like, I couldn't even speak to this person anymore. I was like, how can this be true? And all my friends were just over the moon about this story, even though they had no idea who this teacher was. I was just mind boggled. And meanwhile, you want to be like, not for any particular reason, but did you guys do it on the desk or <laughs> was she bent over the desk? Yes. Did you like move all the papers out of the way? Yes. That's but it was so wild. And at the time, I think from what I heard correctly, like they were both like with men at the time. This is like both of their kind of like first like awakenings as well. So I don't know. It's somehow like. It weirdly, like jokes aside, meant so much to my like little baby gay heart that I was like, I was right. <laughs> there were other people like me. <laughs> so, Did you, I don't know. That's weird. so sweet. And also yeah. like really but ragingly horny and hot. Yeah. yeah, that's as most gay things are. Did yeah. you have any, Rita, did you have any gay teachers? I remember some gay teachers at my school, but I'm curious if you had any gay teachers at your school. Ooh. Or teachers that you wanted to be gay. Oh, well, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to stay after school for a different reason. Yeah, I was <laughs> but uh, none none that were active. But I can tell you. <laughs> that you know of until you run into them. Right. Yeah, until you find out they were banging <laughs> each other in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> but I can say, like, I'm friends with some of my teachers now who uh, taught me, like, during elementary, you know? And mm. there, there, was this, there was this one teacher, like, she was hot and everybody wanted her and i found her on facebook some years ago and she is still hot i almost in a dm like look we grown now what's up you know you had a huge crush on someone when 28 years later you're stalking them on facebook listen i've, I've done that when facebook came along her name is the first one that came to mind i was like oh shit i can find anybody on this book what let me type this name in she has the same <laughs> hairstyle. 
She's put on a little weight, but I don't give a shit about none of that. <laughs> she is still hot. She's a fan too. Fan oh, too. Oh wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Too bad yeah, you're but it, it ain't like that. Cause my wife is listening. It ain't like that. I don't DM her or anything. <laughs> but she is on Facebook and I did find her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that this would even be a good advertisement for your services, as you basically said, I will fall asleep on your thigh, girl. That's what I will do. Um. <laughs> but when I wake up, see that's the rest of it. <laughs> but when I wake up, it's on. <laughs> when I'm refreshed and rejuvenated. <laughs> yes. I the obviously gay teachers at my school kind of like freaked me out. Because oh, there were two like butcher lesbians that I was like, that was the only, those were the only ones I knew were gay. And I knew I wasn't that type of gay. And so for me, and there was such a stigma against butch women at the time that I yeah. definitely had some self-loathing homophobia around because of that stigma. And so for me, I was always like, I didn't know what to do with them. And none of my other friends seemed to care that they were so obviously gay. But it mattered like so much to me because it was a mirror. You know what I mean? A mirror that I had to to look at. And I was represented, but I also wasn't represented, you know? So it was it was it was was too real. It was too real. Now, the gay male teachers that I had no problem being like, (laughs) oh, yeah, that guy's gay, (laughs) you know, and I those teachers that, yeah, that was you didn't want easier. you didn't want lesbians to exist because you were denying it to yourself. You're like, you're yes. you're too you're doing too much over here because I'm trying to like push this down right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I found that most of my early gay feelings beyond my actual relationships, mm-hmm. a lot like having to look at gayness or whatever. Yeah. A lot of that was like just too much for me. And I couldn't I, I couldn't have a anything but a non-secretive experience you know what i mean right yeah well this was actually quite a for such a porny episode that was a really very vulnerable well you're ending. you're just about ready to roll right into your therapy appointment right so I this am, is like yeah truly i have this is like foreplay minutes. therapy for you <laughs> it is and i have a lot to talk about today oh my god and i'm so tired well rita i'm so happy for you and all the things that you're doing it's oh, so great you. i hope i'm you happy make- for you oh Thanks. No, I, when I when you when you asked me to open up for you, I was thrilled and to see your fan base. Whoa, I'm talking about they were there for Ashley. The support is real, and you were so personable and and lovable and honest with them. And uh, I, I learned a lot from you in those uh, in those two Hi. nights. So, Aww. yeah, thank you. That's yeah. so nice. They were great shows, and you're such a great comedian. And they are. I make fun of you guys. I call you little pieces of shit, but it's it is a it is a joke. I mean, you guys honestly are pieces of shit. But I love you for the piece of shit that you are. No, I'm kidding. That's yeah, real uh, love. Yeah. <laughs> I love you for your flaws. No, I I'm truly the luckiest person on the planet. Um, but where can people find you? Because I want them to go watch your stand up. I want them to come to your shows. How can they wa- watch your stand up and stuff? And support you. Ah, uh, yes. RitaBrent.com. My schedule is there. YouTube, Rita Brent Comedy. Instagram, Rita Brent Comedy. That's pretty much it. If you type in Rita Brent Comedy, my stuff will come up. So I am doing some touring uh, across the Americas. Uh, so if I'm in a city near you, I'd love for you to come see me. And uh, hopefully I'll be on another show with Ashley at some point so you can 
We should coordinate. We should uh, coordinate dates so that maybe if we we can open for each other if we're in the same city. Oh, I'm down with that. I'm totally yeah, down. We should yes. do that. And and Bree, plug your stuff. Yeah, if they're looking for another queer podcast, I can explain podcast. Um, is my podcast, and you can find me anywhere at Brianne Williamson. Yes, and Patreon, please. I like I said in the last episode, we're raising funds for new employees. It is the nicest thing you can do. And a dollar a month actually does really help. If a bunch of you did a dollar a month, that's more than one dollar a month. That's like a lot of dollars a month. That's <laughs> how math works. Um, I yeah, know gays hate math and I know you had a crush on your English <laughs> teacher. And so that was the only subject that you cared about. Yeah. But please, uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash WHGS. Thanks for listening, guys. Like I said, this, this is a big month for us. We are moving into, well, I'm moving and we're building out a studio so that I don't have to live in my studio anymore and that Alex can have a dedicated setup so he's not constantly setting up and breaking down. We're bringing on a new assistant and I'm shooting a special. This is crazy. This is nuts. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I, didn't, I didn't know I was going to get emo there. Little emo. Alex, put in some, put in five seconds of dashboard confessional. <laughs> Hands down, this was the best day I could. All right, that's my dashboard confessional for you. But yeah, sorry to get a little email, but it is a big, it is a lot of changes happening. And there's so many of you are supporting and you guys make this possible. So thank you, patrons. And if you've thought about donating a dollar a month, now would be the time to do it. Patreon.com slash WHGS. I'm really excited about some other things going on too that um, I'm, I haven't really been talking about, but hopefully I will be soon. Um, and then, uh, tour dates and all that. Where am I going? St. Louis this week. I think this will come out this week. Charlotte, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, uh, Ohio coming up, Pittsburgh. Yeah. When I step back from it, I, I can't even, I just can't believe it. Um, and then my gay thought, my gay thought today. Why do you think lesbians like, why do you think queer people are, are so into rescue animals? Like, rescue dogs and rescue cats. Do you think it's because... Wow, this is, this is some deep therapeutic... This is like, oh, she's been in therapy. Do you think we like rescue animals because... Because we also wanted to be fostered by a loving family? <laughs> do you think that we rescue animals specifically because we wish we could have been adopted by kind gay people? to have a family that supports us? Not everybody, but do you think there's a little bit of the urge? Is there a queer urge to turn your cat gay? That's what I'm saying. All right, shout out to the whole crew today. Alex uh, has been working his ass off lately. Um, Sydney, who's coming on board to assist me with things. Lex for the promo. I know I'm missing people. Ah, Kate and, and Bree, the upcoming temp co-host. All the guests, Fulton and Fletcher, all the sponsors. Yeah. All right. Have a great week, guys. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. 
our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>